episode 77. This is Real Church Matters. I'm Forrest Hall. I am here with Philip Hall and Ashley. Ashley, what? Hall. Yeah, you don't go by one name. You're not no movie movie star. So it's Philip Hall and Ashley Hall. They're my special guests for this episode of Real Church Matters. Before we get into them, let's get into the housekeeping. It's realchurchmatters.com. That's where you get all the episodes. Social media, it's Real Church Matters, except for Twitter, which is Real Church MTTRS. What else? If you would like to give to us, please, by all means, patreon.com forward slash Real Church Matters is where you can support and give. I got nice computers here. I got nice audio interfaces here. I got speakers. I have headphones, at least for me. I have two great microphones. All of this cost a whole lot, and you guys helped with that, and I appreciate it. All of the five or six people that have been given, it is much appreciated. For those of you who are new to the podcast, I kind of rotate my guests who I have talking. I'll be doing that a whole lot more. Uh, There'll be a lot more people that I don't even know who uh, I will talk to from different places in the United States even. So I'm working out that technology and there's a few podcasters who reached out and wanted to come on our show and talk. So I'm excited to do that as well. But today, episode 77. 77? Yeah, man. I don't play games. This is uh, a year and a quarter now. Pretty awesome, and thank you, Philip, for um, you know doing the honor roll podcast with me. So, you know, I had a couple people who've been talking about that. Listen, and, that was a great episode. It changed my life. Yeah, well, that's what's up. Yeah. Well, let's see what this one did. Episode seventy-seven. I am going to talk to Philip Hall and Ashley Hall about building a relationship. So, uh, I guess first of all, let's before I get into it, really tell them about you and your relationship. When did you guys get married? Uh, two years after high school. So that's like it's nine years ago. I know it's nine years ago. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, nine years ago, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. You're not gonna talk to them. I am. Okay. Okay. So nine years married. Uh huh. And twelve years we knew each other. 12 years a slave Got it So you got these, these 12 years You knew each other 9 years married Yeah There's a lot That goes into that A whole lot Right mm-hmm. You cut. You would have thought Hey We're doing things Just fine We got it going This is nice and smooth We hit the 5 year mark Bang Awesome We hit the 6 year 7 year 8 year You get the sexy 9 And then You hit a bump Yeah now we're not actually going to talk about the bump. No, it was a lot of acne happening so, yeah, it's throughout, a lot the, of other, throughout the throughout the night. Yeah, a lot of potholes before we hit the bump in the road. Yeah, yeah. But you know, when people look at those rocky times, they look back on it and they say, you know, hashtag Black Love. You know, we've been through so much together, ups and downs, all of that jazz, and that's great. But there's another part of having a relationship that should grow along with the years. Absolutely, and I think that. It will help today to share with you guys, firstly, and then to share with everybody else, what I think makes a built a, a relationship to be properly built. 
and people have questions about it. And so let's start with first. Let's start with Psalms 127 says, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. And so when you have people who are in a relationship, they're building a relationship. You guys have built a nine year relationship, 12 years. If you count the time that you knew each other, that's 12 years of work and effort. But he says, if you built this house on your own, you've built it in vain. Absolutely. He says that if God didn't build it, your labor was in vain. Yeah. Because when you hit those bumps in the road, the first thing that's going to pop in your head is, Look at all this time I spent on something that fell apart. Right. Look at all the love and the care and the affection and the, the, the effort that I put into something and look what happened. What do I have to show for it? People say that all the time, right? They yeah. say, what do I have to show for it? That happens when we don't let God build the house. When you tell people I'm building a relationship, it almost automatically disqualifies how to do it correctly. Because if you're building it, you've already messed up. Uh, yeah. That's why I said, uh, you know, I want to establish this first because we all have been building relationships in different ways, especially married people. You're building a relationship. You let's think of some of the things that you've built. You got two kids. Yeah. How, how old is the oldest one? Six. Six years old. What's the, the other one? Uh, Anna, she's four. She's four years old. So you got a child that's six, a child that's four. These are the products of your what? Relationship. Mm -hmm. You got a home. That's the product of your what? Relationship. relationship. Let's call it a house. Mm -hmm. You got a house. It's a product of your relationship. relationship. You got years together memories together i mean nowadays if people want to just see your memories they could just go on instagram and go all the way back and see all of these pieces yeah. of the the house that you guys have built Man. the relationship you've built the mcms the yeah the mcms the wcws <laughs> the no pictures at all the, the people disappear <laughs> yeah, all of that stuff it, it's part of it As a matter of fact go ahead share your instagram share, share your instagram. Uh, instagram is philip Hall underscore the pro. All right. That's not yours. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, and, and, and your business one, Hall Built. Yeah, yeah, Hall Built. If you want something built and stuff. And, and yours? I have to find it. Hold on. No, I know it. It's simply Ashley Nichelle. Oh, okay, there you go. Simply. It's a, that's her new handle. It, it has been distilled. It, it, she's been cooked down to her base roots. She is simply Ashley Nichelle. Why are you simply Ashley Michelle? Because <laughs> that was all that was available. Mm, that's deep. Yeah. That's all that was available to Ashley was Ashley Michelle. Right. Until God builds this, that's all that will ever be available to us. Right. People always get mad. They say, they still, you got to listen, you get off your phone. They get mad. They say, they say, what I realized in this life, all I have is me, myself. And, and uh, they're, they're telling the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless God builds a house, unless he builds the relationship, you will always be by your self. He's the only one that can build two people into one. Right. Mm-hmm. He's the only one. Do you got two people working, but they not always working to connect. Sometimes they just working to make it work. Right. That's different. No, it's, it's it's really different. I mean, one of the things I noticed is like uh, 
especially today's society, the the morale of relationships has changed like like severely in the sense of what's allowed and what's not allowed. Like so, the only thing that can hold. Are you like, saying the morality? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because morale is like the the, the you yeah. know the. The feeling, the upkeeping, all that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I meant to say that the okay. the morale, like it, how how much you in it. Oh, it cha- the morale look, is down. Yeah, yeah, the morale is down for like families, marriages, and stuff like that. <clears throat> just because like times have changed, even when you watch, like I mean, we could just call it like a rating, movie rating. Like PG thirteen just don't mean PG thirteen no more. Marriage don't really mean marriage no more. Yeah, in a sense of like commitment. So one of the things I had to like sit down and really look at is like. What's stopping me from doing things to destroy my marriage? All right, stop, 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 right there. Though. The other part of this is interesting because we're going to get to that. Uh-huh. Trust me, we'll have time. He said, except the Lord keep the city that he built. Yeah, that he Unless built. he keeps it, the watchman will wake, but in vain. So think about it. Y'all didn't get married to break apart. You agree? Yes. <laughs> you rolled your eyes at me before. I that. didn't roll my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen. I didn't roll okay, my okay, eyes. Okay, okay, okay. All right. I just looked at No, okay. So, so when we, we talk about that, as, a, as, a, as people in a relationship, you are not getting into this knowing that it won't work. Right, you got high hopes and you got a picture of what it's supposed to look like. And that's most of the time, that picture is what kills everything, honestly. Right, but so you can, you were watching for things and protecting your thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you didn't, you couldn't keep it. You was watching in vain. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? People are constantly, we looking at phones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We doing all this stuff to try to keep watch on a relationship. And it's in Vain. Vain. The only person yeah. who can keep watch, who can keep the relationship together, who can keep the integrity of it is God. Right. So that frustration of how we're, we're building something and it's falling apart. I'm trying to watch and protect what I built and it's falling apart. People coming in and tearing it all up. We blaming other people. If you didn't talk to this one, if you didn't get to know this one, if you didn't do this, you didn't do that. All of it is trying to look back and see how in the world this thing fell apart. And it has nothing to do with people and it had nothing to do with y'all. It had everything to do with there was no God. Right. That's what you need faith for. You don't need faith like you don't need faith for cars and stuff like that. You need faith to trust that God is working and is the center and foundation of your relationship and you don't gotta do all of that. You don't gotta right. go through phones, you don't gotta do all of that suspicious stuff that people wanna say is this spiritual is it's not really spiritual, it's yeah. suspicion. So the concept of this whole thing is God is here to build and to keep what he built. Absolutely. But he does not keep what he did not build. And he did not build something, it won't even last. And so, just to make sure it's not just Philip and Forrest talking. <laughs> she could talk. But I know. I'm, I'm she, fine. She I can, I she can talk. Now. I know. But you tell me, how does it feel to put nine years into something and have it where it falls apart in a way? And you can share as much of it as you would like to share of what happened in a sense of 
you, y'all can to, to give people context because I'm actually I'm dancing oh, around dancing it. around it. Oh, at nine years, at nine years, y'all y'all separated. Yeah, it went it went right. down. All right, so let her talk so she can tell the rest. What am I telling? Tell me what what happened. Not how it happened, but what happened. What was the aftermath of whatever happened? The aftermath was you packed I your packed bag. My stuff all right, so sh- share all of that. I packed my stuff up and moved <laughs> out. Okay, and how did how did that feel? At the time? Yes, at the time. I was very angry, so it 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 felt like the right thing to do. Cause because you were angry. Because I was angry. Now at any point in that did you look back and say, I put all of this effort into the marriage? Yeah. And it, I did. What? That's what got me to the point of where I just moved out. Because I was like, I did everything that I possibly could do, and it didn't work. Wow. So. See, that's why I need done. you to talk. Because you just said something perfectly in the way that context that I needed. Okay. You, put, you said you did all you thought you can do. Mm-hmm. I remember having a conversation with you. And we was having this conversation before people moved out and everything. And I look both of y'all in the face and I said, this don't have to be this way. And Ashley looked up for a second from her phone. A rare moment where she looked up from her phone and she said, but this is the way it always is. It's never going to change. She looked back down to her phone and I realized at that point that I had no more hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I lost hope. Wonder why I lost hope for that second? Mm-hmm. It's because she lost hope and I could see it in her eyes. Wow. That and the reflection of her phone. Now <laughs> <laughs> but, but what I realized after I the fact have my phone. <laughs> what I realized now, looking back at that, just thinking about it, because this is my first time kind of going back to that moment, is that that was the place you were supposed to be. The place that we have to get to is that we say, I've tried everything and nothing works. works. Mm. It's the only way that you stop building. Right. You can't get somebody to stop building if they keep thinking they know what they're doing. Right. You can't get them to stop building if they, they feel like the building is coming together nice. Yes, you know, we don't even serve dinner on paper plates. We got we got silverware, fine we got china. dishes, we got fine china. We are we are building a look. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. like building a brand. Some some businesses have sexy brands, man. Yeah. I mean, they look great. But then you actually hire them to do something and you're like you're trash. Yeah. Where you steal these pictures from? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like who, who's Pictures of cakes that you steal. Yeah. Like I let you make a cake for me, and I, that don't look like me. Got right. fingerprint in the fondant. <laughs> but I, I hire you to do home improvement, and, and you you got all these great pictures. I get you to do something, and you you don't do nothing. You yeah. you're not good. There's a ton of people who have built a brand for their marriage, right? But they don't have any sustenance there. Mm-hmm. So when it's time to show your worth to the world and to yourselves. It falls apart. That's what it felt like, though, because we got tons of Throwback Thursday pictures and and all kinds of pics and videos and stuff like that. And that stuff don't it don't amount to anything when when you go through something. Yeah, right. you you looking back and you seeing how like fraudulent it, it is if it it's not sus- no if it's not sustained. 
that's the one thing that I want people to understand. Like, it, like this, you have to sustain through the good times and the bad times. Or it's not a built. Yeah, but you also can't just look at somebody's Instagram and think that everything's okay. Absolutely. But that's what people do. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> but that's not but crazy. I had to have conversations with my siblings about that. Yeah, but his... Because it's all, you all look so, you all did, and this, just because you, you wouldn't decide to put a picture of yourself unkept on your Instagram. But maybe that's what people should do. Yeah. Because right Be now, real? Instagram is a highlight reel. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And, and even the worst point. marriages has highlight reels. I, I got your right. point. I agree with that. But I'm just saying that for people who are listening now, a lot of people, especially singles, they looking at that and that's all they see. Because married people aren't sharing with them. Goals. They, they just see the goals. They're not seeing the holes in the marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not seeing the, the fact that we have all these goals, but we don't know how to get to them. Right. Because you can have goals and they're great, but the only person who can build your relationship to those goals is God. Right. If you are building to those goals, it's already messed up. Yeah, because you can't. Ashley can't keep me. She just she can't. She gonna try. Yes, yeah, she gonna and try. You gonna try to keep Ashley. And I'm gonna try to keep Ashley. But the reality is, we can't keep each other. This is reality. It's the pointless part of a lot of relationships, mm-hmm. and a lot of them, sadly to say, Ashley. A lot of them never got to the point y'all got. A lot of them never broke. You know, if something breaks, then people let it get fixed. But if they can hold it together, they'll never know it's broken. People do it all the time. Huh? What does that mean? What does that mean? That means that in order for y'all to get to the point you're at now, you had to have that thing fall apart. Otherwise, you would have been like most marriages are. Oh, okay. I get they just holding it They're together and not really dealing with. They the never issues. get to the breaking point. Right. Yeah. The breaking point is where y'all at now. Where y'all see, except the Lord build the house, it's in right. vain. Right. Unless the Lord keep it, I'm waking up. I'm talking. We having long talks, long arguments, all to never come to a common place. Because the part that never was built, the part that never was built, because we don't know how to build it. It's two hearts into one. Yeah. You could take two people, put them in a house together. Take two people and put them together and make babies. You can do all that. Humans know how to do all of those connective things, but they don't know how to take their minds and make it one. one. That's the building that only God can do. Right. And that's what he's expecting. He said when a man finds a wife, he uncleaves himself from his mother and father and family and cleaves himself to his wife. Yeah. He connects with her. That connection doesn't happen simply through our own power. That's why people say now, I don't even know if a man can be in a monogamous relationship. Well, how can he? If he doesn't let God build him and build the person he's with into one, he will always feel like one plus one is two. Yeah. Not one plus one is one. So Genesis 8 and 20 says, And Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and every clean fowl as a bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. He built something for God. Married people are building something, but they're building it for themselves. Yeah. And it's hard to, you you can't have unselfish acts and build it for yourself. I mean, I've learned that, I mean, just, it's, you got shared. <laughs> I mean, in a sense, with a lot of relationships, and we, I'm gonna take it a step further. Even friendships and stuff like that. When it 
gets down to the get down. Like we building it for ourselves. Yeah, everything what we can get out of it. I've noticed. I even do good things just to get good things back. Yeah. Like and that's and that's real. People, oh, that's so sweet. Like I mean, scroll down to Instagram. Like there's there's a point in my life where all the good things I'll bring my wife flowers just so she can treat me a certain way. Yeah. That's not sincerity. The crazy thing is people even having children for themselves. Yeah. Now this child needs you, needs all of you, but you don't. This child don't know that they're only here for you. Right. And that's that's crazy. But everything we're doing is for ourselves. God wants your relationship to be built as an altar for who? Him. For Him. It has to be for Him. Single people, I know you out there right now. Everything, if everything you're doing right now is for your own gain, your own pleasure, your own comfort, you have missed what a relationship is and you're not letting God build it. It's you. It's you. I don't care how nice it feels right now. I don't care how awesome it is right now. It's not being built by God. It's being built by you. So one of the ways we know whether something's being built by God or by us is the intention behind the effort. Of the building. Right? Because when we say God's building, we're not saying you get to sit and watch him build. We're saying God is building because he's building through you. Yeah. And he's built first through you, through your intentions. Philip's intentions in his marriage has to be to please God. That's it. What? Not to please Ashley? No. It's to please God. If Philip's intention and everything he does for Ashley is to please God, not only is Ashley going to be blessed, but Philip is because they decided to bless God first. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to go crashing down. Like, if I did everything to please her, like, she she don't know what she want half the time. Like, I mean, she she knows what she want for the moment, but later on, she might be like, hey, you know, because... If we think about it, if God answered all our prayers, uh-huh. like a lot of people just be in some messed up stuff right yeah. now. Yeah, let me pause for a sec because Ashley said she know what he want, what she want, what you want. So no, <laughs> no I, I'm saying like no, I know, I know what as you in mean. a person, you know what you want, so you should verbalize that. Yeah, yeah. but I but I know, but here's okay. the here's the cool thing about it. So she has needs. Yeah, but even her needs. Need to glorify God in order for it to build the house that God built. Now that I agree with. Yeah, I'm glad you agree with it. There's going to be a lot of things you don't agree with. No, that's that's true. (laughs) But one of the things I did want to ask you, Ashley, is how did you end up back? Share what your mind space took you through. What what you feel happened? Because that that can be very helpful to people. Just talk about myself. Just yourself. So for me, being separated because I was by myself a lot, even because, you know, you have the girls and then I would have the girls. But the days that I didn't have the girls and I didn't have to really think of or do anything get, get on, other yeah. than just to think. Yeah. That's the, like that's when I really started to be able to deal with myself and to really realize the things I had wrong within me. Yeah. Because it's not always your spouse. Once you really sit and get to know yourself, you understand that there are things within you that, like, it might be a pet peeve, and you're like, well, why is this a pet peeve? 
I couldn't answer it. Yeah. It's just because I didn't like it. But that doesn't mean that it made him a bad person because I didn't like it. Yeah. So I just had a lot of time to think. That's so awesome. Here's another part that can be so helpful to people. Before you in a relationship, take time by yourself. Right. Not that Ashley didn't know herself, because I'm, I'm, I'm about to give you something very interesting. Not that you didn't know yourself, <laughs> but the time alone allowed you to get to know you through God's eyes. Because mm. I'm going to tell you, you spent time by yourself before, mm-hmm. and you never reasoned in that way. Right. All of a sudden, you started to reason in a way. You said you asked yourself tough questions. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? You didn't, guess what? You didn't ask yourself those tough questions. Guess who did? God did. God did. It sounded like Ashley. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? No, right. It sounded yeah, like it Ashley. It sounded like Philip. Conversations with myself. It sounded like us. We'd be like, you know what? I've been thinking to myself. No, you wasn't thinking to yourself. You was th- wasn't even thinking by yourself. Right. You was allowing God for one moment. Mm-hmm. Only take one moment. Right. But guess what? What doesn't happen is that the spouses don't give their spouse time alone. Right. And they don't create an environment to sometimes even encourage them to be alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes we ripping and running, especially when you have kids. You're not dealing with the thoughts that you have inside. Right. And allowing yourself the time to say, because I guarantee you, Ashley, what you didn't do is just sit there alone with your thoughts and not think about God. No. <laughs> didn't. You got alone with your thoughts and thought about who? I thought about God. You I thought, thought about, about God. The Bible verses that were being texted to me and my prayers and even the people who, I mean, my family's safe, but I'm just saying like people that just would have casual conversation with me, certain things they would say would spark something. And you'd be like, oh, and you just sit on it. Like, so you understand what I meant on, on Tuesday. Right. Like, like when you are in seeking for understanding, you will to find it everywhere. everywhere. Yep. God's going to start talking to whoever. I mean, they could be saying cuss words. Yep. And the whole time, there's something that you're that sussing you're from what right, you're, they're exactly. saying. That it's God using it. Mm-hmm. Just like the donkey. Yeah. He's using it to gain your attention because God is building what never was built. But I have to also appreciate the people that were around me during the time because I think that that matters too because what people say to you, like their you know conversations or talk that also can affect you in a negative or positive way, I didn't have that negative part around me, which was a blessing because when you hear about some people, when they separate, they don't make it back. Yeah. There's like, oh, okay, I like how this is, I like this, and this is how I want it to be, yeah. so I'm not going to, push to try to make it better or push to, you know, just, I was scared. I'm like, I don't know. I just feel the urge that I need to just get my little self together and go home. Yeah. And I didn't know why. Yeah. But it was just like, it's time to go home. That's another thing about building and letting God build mm-hmm. is that he gives you the tools, but he never leaves you to answer the why. Right. You know what I'm saying? An architect makes the blueprints. He don't leave the construction worker mm-hmm. to figure out the things that he's supposed to figure out. Yeah. The construction worker knows how to measure, right. but it's not his job to measure out the whole building. It's his job to look at those things and measure out his materials so he can build. Mm-hmm. Right. We got to know what's our job. 
A lot of times, the reason why people fall apart in relationships is they trying to figure out the why. They the trying why to figure or not even dealing with themselves. They're it, trying exactly. to fix everything around them. Just trying to fix it. Yep. Trying to think the whole thing is their responsibility. This is all on my back. Yep. This is all on me to fix. If it's going to fix it, it it's not going to be him. We we do we do things like it's supposed to be hundred zero. If you get zero in return, you still give a hundred. Guess what? When God does it. Everybody giving zero. Yeah. Because you ain't got nothing to give anyway. anyway. Yeah. You don't got nothing to give anyway. We we thought we had something to give, and we was giving it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This men right. just be like, you know, I'm giving. I don't even, I, I take my check, I put it on the table. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't go out with no fellas or nothing. I come home, and I try to be attentive. And this is the thanks I get? Yes, right. this is the thanks you get. Because yeah. guess what? That ain't really much, bro. That's trash. Yeah, man. A man can work all day, and a woman can still look at him and be like, "He's not emotionally there." Why is she saying that? Because no matter what he gives, it won't fulfill her. Right. Yeah. He can't fill the space that's for God. Right. It's another point to share with everybody. The space that God is trying to fill in our lives, it's not. It's not for other people to fill it. It's for other people to enjoy. Hmm. The better, the best parts of Philip are going to come from God, and those are the parts that's going to bless you the most. Right. The parts of Philip that came from his daddy and his mama, they ain't going to fulfill you the most. Then your pet peeves. They're going to be the things that you start to ignore. It's the reality. That's the reality of it. Mm -hmm. It's like emotions put this haze over us where we don't see people's flaws really. Yeah, and then when the emotion wears off, now all of a sudden we like, whoa! Yes, you start you noticing, change, start no, noticing you, all kinds of stuff. They didn't change. Your emotions change. Your feelings change. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> no, it's real. <laughs> and I only said that because we got married young. Yeah, we got married really young. I think I was twenty. Yeah, you was yeah. 20, 21, 20, 21. Yeah. And even in that, you don't know who you are. So trying to figure out who you are in the midst of being with another person and they're trying to figure out who they are. Not yeah. saying that. No, I am no, saying that. Saying I am yes, saying yeah. being yeah, young yeah. and getting married I is like hard. That. It's hard. <laughs> it was very hard. It's very hard. But you got two people trying to understand who they are, trying to become one at the same time. It don't work that way. No, because yeah. you're not the same person. And I'm going to tell you something, Ashley. It's interesting. Ashley is one of those people who is always on. Yeah. She's, she's always smiling. She always happy. So even for this to even happen, I put it off. I would hear her say things. You said you said it like three times to me offhandedly. You was like, yeah, I'm I'm leaving. I'm out of here. <laughs> I yeah, said that yeah, to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I went to Philip like, what, what's happening? She, hey, hey, what I said. <laughs> <laughs> he said, she ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and I said, you right. She ain't going nowhere. Why? Because we look at Lil Ashley just smiling. She she, she, she may be ne- unhappy, but she going to try her darndest. But guess what? When people be like that, you working on a brand, but you're not really working on you. Mm-hmm. And you had that brand down. But when that smile turned upside down, when you hit that breaking point, why? Because you laboring in vain. Right. You look like peace, but you don't got peace. You look like joy, but you don't got joy. You look like you down for whatever, but you really not. You just looked apart. You just looked apart. You look like nothing bothering you. You look like you happy. 
And I'm pretty sure Philip probably took it as you being okay with stuff when you really wasn't half the time. Just because you was being. Yeah, I definitely did. <laughs> She's like, what say you, my brother? <laughs> what do you feel about that statement? But, but that's the reality. But I, I mean, I, I noticed a lot of stuff. I mean, it's it's hard. I'm, I'm a difficult person to be around anyway. Like, I mean, a, a lot of, I can be so sure in myself about certain things that I shouldn't be so sure about. Yeah. Like just in, in life, I think one of the biggest things is when we lost our, our son, it kind of shifted my whole mindset. That was another thing. I in, didn't realize in, how to not to cut you off, that I didn't really deal with that. And it, it kind of shifted my, my whole superhero uh, thought process of I can do anything and I'm the greatest and stuff like that. Yeah. Then it, it shifted to like, I can't do anything like and I need to totally rely on God and that space can be difficult probably for a wife because you know you're switching I, a whole mindset yeah I had the answers for everything now I don't, I don't got the answers for anything yeah and then you gotta think about it from Ashley's perspective share about it because you said you didn't even think about that part was happening at the no. same moment what me it was kind of your the you losing your child oh when yeah. I lost Gabriel I didn't realize that I didn't I guess grief. I don't. I don't know. There's not. I guess there's not a time limit on that, or even or understanding what that truly is. How you yeah. actually heal, or how do you actually get to the next point? Because yeah. just dealing with it, that's yeah. not really healing. See, this is the beautiful part too. I think that the reality that we can't, we shouldn't be building a house, is because we are not prepared for the unforeseen circumstances. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like. Being a contractor but not being licensed. Yeah. Yeah, you can do the work, but if you're not licensed and insured, what happens if something unforeseen happens? Happens. Right. What happens when you just working and all of a sudden you fall through the thing and hurt your back? Yeah. Now this person not gonna get their work done and you can't work no more. Right. But because you haven't gone through the right channels, you're not kept. Right. We building. But what we build can't be kept. Right. Yeah. That's where God comes in. It's because if you let him build it, when these things happen, which are a part of his building, your son was a part of your character being built. It was a part of your union being built. These things happen to build us and God keeps you in it. But when it's just us, we ain't even, we not built for that. Definitely not. I mean, what I noticed when she when she left, only time I talked to her and only time we had conversations is if God put it on my heart to have it. Like, I'm like, hey, God. <laughs> I, and sometimes I wouldn't even say God said anything. I would just be obedient yeah. to what he told me to say, even if it was just a good morning or whatever the case is. I, because at the time, I was feeling away. So those are the last things. Oh, yeah, you were feeling no way. That was on my mind. But... I, that was what I learned yeah. And through that whole process I never asked I said I, I never asked her Like hey come on Or This that and the third That wasn't my That wasn't even My prayer in, All the time Yeah that's, that's keeping it real And I'm gonna tell you I Am proud Of this moment Especially because It helped me grow And y'all may not realize it but as a minister, I grew because watching something fall apart and knowing that you can't do nothing about it 
help me to understand what I am able to do about it and what I can do. And you, you go through this process of sitting and talking with you when this stuff is raw in you. And my conversations with Philip didn't leave me excited about. No, I, I jumped out of his car. Oh, yeah, yeah. One time he jumped out my car. Um, some words were said. <laughs> some did I would say and some did I can't say. Some I would bleep out. But anger and frustration were there. And because of the where you were with your anger, That's where you were with your frustration, I lost hope. I said, at this point, I'm just trying to make it so this man don't hurt himself and somebody. But I didn't realize, but God let me know. He said, Forrest, let me build it. He said, all you do is need to share the word and let me do the work. Yeah. So I learned and I came back and apologized, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah. And that shifted a lot of stuff in me too. I mean, I was like, man. <laughs> but you you did and those things. Apologize? Yeah, because because for I mean, our relationship don't really it wasn't like that. It was I, I would blow up all the time on him and stuff like yeah. that. And we, I mean, I, that's, we, I was used to that. Yeah, and we and he would never apologize. <laughs> he, he we would just kind of get over it and stuff like that. Oh, so the fact that he apologized. He, yeah, he apologized and he said, "Man, you know, I I expected you to be here, and I'm seeing that you're broken. So, you know, I got to learn how to be more patient with you." And it showed like his sincerity that he really cared and loved, and it actually spilled over to how I was treating you. I was like, "Man." I should probably be more understanding yeah. of where she at and stuff like that, and it allowed me to actually deal with her because you know some days she wasn't she she wasn't the easiest person to deal with. Even yeah. with you know we was trying to do that little whole co parent parent trap thing, <laughs> and and it wasn't happening right because you know it just it it wasn't. That's another thing too. This is interesting. That's hard. It's hard to do. And your kids, I don't care what nobody says. Talk when that you talk. split up, your kids are affected by it. Talk that and I'm going to be real. Be Leah real. is six years old. And she came to me and she sat down on the floor when she was at the apartment. She said, Mommy. I said, Yes, baby. She said, This too much. And I looked at her like, What is she talking about? We just ate. We sitting up here. Like, what's too much? What happened? <laughs> we, we chilling. Like, we just relaxing. We yeah. here watching a movie. What happened? She said, this too much. And I said, Leah, well, what's too much? She said, Mommy, this too much. And I said, what is too much? She was like, I got to go to Daddy's house. Then I got to come. She didn't even call my my place the house. It was an apartment. Then I got to go to your apartment. And then we got to go back. Oh, and Mommy, I only wear what's in this bag. And she pointed to their overnight bag. Because we literally, that's how we kept everything together. Because I didn't have a washer and dryer. Our house had a washer and dryer, but I didn't. So whatever they wore would go in the bag, and then I would just send it back, and then they would come back. She's six. How does she, how can you even comprehend what's going on? And you're six. So I just said that to say kids are very aware. They are very aware of everything that's going on. I don't care how young they are. I really think that Anna, even though she's four, oh yeah, they definitely. and that matters, and that even made me like, girl, you got to get it together. Because as a woman, I'm who they look at. And I'm supposed to be the example for them. You already know what you're supposed to do. Get it together and let's go. And, I mean, just for me, like, that type of awareness doesn't come from people running their mouth. Right. It doesn't come from, 
locking y'all in a room somewhere and telling y'all, I don't care what y'all do, kiss and make up and get this right. Even I'm sharing with Philip those realities like you got to do this for the kids. But even then, knowing that it still don't click because the understanding comes from allowing God to build you. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, even in her saying that God was just what his voice I mean, he basically used my six-year-old because you to help knew me. It. It's not that you right. didn't know it was exactly. a bad situation. It's just that at this moment, it hit you. Right. The understanding exactly. came to you. And, and people realize, like, like, people know what they're doing, but they don't know what they're doing at the same time. And it'd be sad. And people get mad and they get frustrated. And some families don't even recover from these decisions that people make. It definitely is a God thing. I'll say I'll say that. And it, it taught me how to really have faith. I mean, it was one night God woke me up and I prayed and then he had me call Ashley. And when I called her, she was up and she was crying. And I was oh, yeah. yeah, I was sitting there like I have been in the oh, that really for two happened? days. Yeah. See, cause when he told me I I got to the point where I just was like Bro, I don't, I don't care. care what don't you guys say. Is she back don't in tell the house? me nothing. Is she back in the house? He's like, no, no she's not back in the house. I'm like, shut up. I don't, don't want to hear this mess. I don't want to hear it. Tell me when she's back in the house. Yeah. But that's cool. That it did. It he happened. told me that story. Yeah, sh- share your, what happened on your Share, share your part. Oh, me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was waiting for him to finish. Right, to let him finish. No, I'm saying, you know, it it showed me how to be obedient because I didn't want to call her at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning or however early it was. It was 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And when when I called, you know, she was up and she was crying. And at that point, it became a different moment for us because it was like me, me being obedient and God answering her prayer, wherever her prayer was at that moment, because she wasn't having a good time where she was. No, I was not. And, it, <laughs> and that, that's, I think that's the part of the, the God building. Right. He even built those moments. Right. Because God knows there's certain places in our hearts that we can't get past. And as long as Philip thought in his head, as long as Philip thought in his head, you was having a ball. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Right, and that wasn't the case. Yeah, but as long as he thought in his head, even if it wasn't the case, as long as God, that Satan had a place mm-hmm. to lay those fruit, that the, the thoughts in there, right. because he gave him a crack, because we do that. We mm-hmm. sit alone like Ashley was, but you sharing how you know, being alone can have a different effect, because you alone and you in your thoughts. Yeah. And you and your feelings. But I was missing Gabriel. That's what. That's yeah. when you caught that night. Yeah. But even that, his, he didn't just pass. All of those are orchestrated moments. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. When I was saying about grieving, is I don't think there's a a proper way yeah. to grieve. If I that think, makes sense. Yeah. No. Not I, that you should harm yourself or anything like people. But he, God saying, knows what to use, though. Right. He knows. The and, and understanding, like we we give these things titles or words. And then I think that the words become bigger than the actual truth of it. Mm. So we hear this word called grief. But really what we're saying is I need time to accept a reality that didn't connect with my reality. Right. Right. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. that's But that's all it is. Mm -hmm. It's just I needed time to accept a reality. And this this is how it ties with God. I needed time to accept that God's reality 
is not mine. And that I have to accept how he builds. A lot of times people looking for houses. They looking for a specific house. They they looking for something that's already made and they looking for it to look a certain way. But some people realize that their feelings are so specific, they need a custom built house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some people will look all over for houses that's already been made and be like, uh-uh. These, some of these have a little bit of what I want, but they don't have everything. Right. And if you're not willing to settle, and a lot of us not, yeah. but yet we still settle. Because we never think there's a way to get everything I need. It would just mean that I would have to let my house be built mm-hmm. by God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the that's the place that everybody's they start at. Running at the foreclosures. <laughs> <laughs> because at a certain point, time is ticking. People are like now. I mean, at this point, I just want a place to live. He building a mansion, and you like, man, forget this. I'm gonna grab this 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 section eight apartment. Yeah, well, that's how singles are. Yeah, they have these ideas of what they think a man should be or a woman should be, but as long every time they go house shopping, right, a person has a part of what they're looking for, but not everything. Yeah. So why not just spend the extra time and money yeah. to let it be built? Mm. Why not count the cost and give what God is asking for to let your house be built? That's, I mean, that's the point I reached. I was like, man, I didn't do everything, God. At this point, you know, I, you know, I accepted the way things was, and, I and was men like, have to come to that place. A place of humility that Ashley couldn't bring you to. Because the more she tried to bring you to a reality of humility, the more you are, you want to see her as attacking you. Right. Men say it all the time. You know, my wife, she trying, she want me to be less than a man. Well, actually, she needs less than a man. She does. And then the women, are, they all confused. So they like, I need a real man. And then everything that creates a real man is not conducive to a real marriage. Right. Oh, my goodness. Don't yeah. say nothing. Don't talk. No, that was, no, yeah. that was good. <laughs> that was good. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, just, let me let me get another scripture in there. Joshua 22, 25 through 27 says, For the Lord hath made Jordan a border between us and you. A ye children of Reuben and the children of Gad. Ye have no part in the Lord. So shall your children make our children cease from fearing the Lord. So God put a border between them. Because their children was causing their children to stop fearing the Lord. He said, therefore, we said, let us now prepare to build an offer, not for burnt offering nor for sacrifice, but that it may be a witness between us and you and our generations after us, that we might do the service of the Lord before him with our burnt offerings and with our sacrifices. When we the relationships y'all build should be a testament to people all over. Right. He said, let us build something that's a witness of who we are in service to the Lord. Relationships nowadays, people look at stuff, the things that they look at and say relationship goals show you where their head is at and why they're building and not God. Right. Nobody looks at a a family that just has a nice home. I'm not talking about a house. I'm talking about when you go in their house, it's peaceful. They're they're patient with each other. They're kind. They're they're loving. They they're growing. They're they're going to church. They're praying together. Nobody look at that and say relationship goals. Nah. Don't look at that. Nah. You want the money, the cars, the clothes, the trips, the trips, the vacations. Yep. The cute 
kitchen with the the dinner all laid out and fancy food. Nobody eat corn dogs no more. Nah. Forget a corn dog. Nobody eating uh, Rav- pizza no more. Ravioli. <laughs> Nobody doing that. Everybody wants it to to look like Martha Stewart on crack. Potatoes. Yeah, they want it sassy. Like it, it's okay. I'm not saying y'all can't have that stuff. I ain't no hater. I am, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm both at the same time. I don't hate those things. I hate that you love those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes any sense. But everybody should be pursuing what shows and is a witness to who God is. Right. Your lives right now, your marriage right now, even though y'all just, how long y'all been back together? Who has it been? Two, two weeks, weeks. <laughs> two weeks. I love it. And the reason that I thought this was important is because even in those two weeks, you guys are coming back together, two different people, two different understandings. Yeah, you've come to an understanding. You've grown apart only because, to be honest, you never let yourselves grow. Right. You just never let. Even though both of you would say. I'm trying to help her grow. I'm trying to help him grow. Okay. I, I support him in his dreams. It's a lot more to a man than his dreams. I support her in what she wanna do. It's a lot more to her than her wants. Yeah. There's deficits in her life before she ever met you. Yeah. What even adding you didn't fix. Would you agree, Ashley? No, that's mm-hmm. Would yeah. you agree, Philip? Definitely. I, I think that was one part- point I talked to you, and you you would talk like you was God's gift to women. Yeah, yeah. But you, because you never really acknowledged the deficits that you had. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? You like you don't understand what I add to her. Yeah, but what what did she add to you? And what even in her adding to you was still a minus to you? Yeah. Nobody's talking like that. Nah. Even when you people early in relationships, you try to tell them to look clearly about a person and pay attention to people and what they're doing and how y- you may be in the way of them growing to who they could be to even be beneficial to you. You don't even see that type of stuff. Even, even the fact that, you know, even when she went to college and stuff like that, she her head wasn't in the book. Sir. Talk that talk. Talk that and, talk. And she was she was into me. But. If I actually like, cared, yeah, I was like, man, it's the thing because He's even like, oh, she, she, she's studying a whole different course. Yeah, I was on Dean's yeah, list and she, she was struggling. Me, I'm about to make her magnum cool out. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just was like, hey, I'm moving to to Philip University. Yeah, and and, and I, you was all for it, and I was all for it. Matter of fact, we actually define love by what per people sacrifice for us, right? disgusting it's nasty it's poison because we want people to to sacrifice the best parts I of just went on me i like that so. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no no it's the truth i mean no i know i messed up but point. but we want people to sacrifice the best parts of them for us right it builds for a very resentful relationship because one yes. day she's gonna wake up and she's gonna be no, like stop right there it did you finish it out yes it did i know so say it talk about the resentment The resentment Yes Cause I felt like Everything was given to you For school And I Well no that's not All the way true Don't, don't play lawyer Just talk <laughs> I'm not playing lawyer I know but just but, I'm saying, but it I think you later on Resented You resented the like, sacrifices That you, you made For right, the relationship Right cause I felt like I, I put in 
a lot. Yeah. A whole lot. I know. My return was slim. Because you wanted, you wanted somebody was, to, to do exactly what you did, if not greater. Right. But as time goes on, that's not as realistic. No, it's not. That's not realistic. It's not realistic. But it's a testament that y'all can share with other young people. Like, listen, you don't need to be sacrificing your path for someone else's. Right. That's not the way this works. Let me help y'all. I'm not married, first of all. I'm not married. I just know the truth. You are not one by merging paths. Yeah. You are one by merging minds with God. Right, absolutely. Yes. That's the only thing that that can unite us as as one as one thought or even a loyalty that people claim to to have and stuff like that. I'm not I'm not going to be faithful to to her just based on her looks or what she does and me just waking up or it it has to be something deeper. It has to be a God Move because and she don't need a social worker. Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? No. She don't need a, a temp agency. Yeah, she don't need a career advisor. She needs a husband. And some people think that fulfilling those roles is what makes them a wife or a husband. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I paid your way through college. Nobody told you to do that. Right. God didn't tell you to do that. That was half of our arguments. Yeah. Like nobody told you. Nobody this. Nobody that. But then. If you're not in the right mindset, it makes it seem as like the spouse isn't grateful or thankful. Because we doing things that it's God's to do. Right. Yeah. See, God is built to do things and not get no thank you. Because he know how to get his thank you. That's true. Oh, he going to get his thank you. You don't know how to get your thank you. Right. You you didn't did it and you like, hmm, now I can give her time. To say thank you, she ain't said nothing. That and was you say something, and then I make it so she ain't gonna ever say thank you. It was bad. Like for my birthday, I was like, man, I ain't, they, I ain't getting no birthday. They took me to Boston. That's man. all they did was take. <laughs> and what did I tell you? Because I'm see, I, I am a real brother to my brother. I haven't always been. But I'm a real brother. When you came to me with that Wait, foolishness, what did I say? Yeah, yeah. She let the kids. She let the kids. She let the kids playing my birthday. I took it to New York for her birthday, and and I was upset. I was. Well, hot. What did I say? And you was like, I mean, you said something along the lines like, "Why, you know, why are you worried about that?" Like, I mean, pretty Please much. Remember, what did you yeah. say? Well, this what I <laughs> no, said. No, I really want to know what did you say. That's what I said. I said, at this space of your life, with the sacrifices that you have to make as a husband and a father, why are you talking about birthdays? Uh-huh. That's true. And then you brought up the fact that mommy went through a lot. And, I mean, it's, our mother, I share, our mother missed a lot of birthdays. Yeah. It didn't get to the point where my dad was really active in it until we got active in it or then we would be like it's mommy's birthday what you getting her and he would go out and get her something but she understood the path that she had allowed herself to be in mm-hmm. and she operated because once again we 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 connect with people and they were young too they were 16 years old when they had their first kid mm-hmm. so there's a lot of deficits in my dad's life in the history of things right. of how he was raised she didn't think about before she married him right she didn't think about all that all she knew was we in this now mm-hmm. and y'all in it now and so there's a lot of deficits that you gonna start to realize about a person they ain't deal breakers cause you didn't already made the deal yeah now they things that you gotta let God work and build right 
I mean, a lot of people always say, I ain't signed up for this, but it's, exa- it's exactly what you signed up for. You did. It's just you, you didn't, didn't read think, the fine right, print. Right. You not think that before, though. Yeah. You didn't read the fine print. Especially now when you're young. Mm-hmm. All you worried about is, oh, he cute. How does he make me feel? I exactly. can only imagine. I'm going to tell you. It's <laughs> hilarious. I'm going to tell you. It's, no. like, it's just like when people buy cars. When people buy cars, they only ask, what's the monthly bill? Yeah. They don't know nothing about interest rates. They don't know that that monthly bill six hundred dollars, but only two hundred go to the principal. Exactly. Yeah, they just see the car and they like, man. I... So it's the same way. We do a lot. We we counted the cost when you, when I asked you, are you ready to get married? You said, yeah, I'm ready to get married. You counted the cost, yeah. but at the end of the day, what happened? You didn't see the interest that was involved, right? So you put all this work in and you was like, but all, only half of that go to the principal? Yeah, only half of that is going to get acknowledged by Ashley. Only a quarter of it is going, what, I did all of this? Only only an eighth of it is going to get acknowledged mm-hmm. by Philip. Because you your goal as a man sometimes is to make, make you know, your wife happy. And then there's some things that's inside of her she could have went through. Like it's nothing you could do. It's it's you know it's a God thing at that yeah. point. And if you don't know how to pray and you don't know how to be spiritually in in tune to those those type of things, you're gonna try to fix it by physical means. Like I'm gonna buy some flowers. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And then it's just gonna make things worse because you know you're gonna feel slighted in a sense. Yeah. So the the things that you guys are talking now is an understanding, but we don't call it understanding. We call it wisdom. I know you might not see yourself as wise people, no, but you're speaking so wise because wisdom is understanding. Yeah, my experience. But here's the thing: your, your your experiences, the things it brought you to a place, you've arrived to a conclusion that right. has helped you to see clear. That's wisdom. And let me tell you this: if y'all can take those things, where now you are seeking wisdom in all things, like you were when you were apart, mm-hmm. if you can do that together. You do Proverbs 9 and 1. Wisdom hath builded her house. She has sown out her, her seven pillars. Wisdom builds the house. Right. When we say let God build it, we saying let his understanding build it. Mm-hmm. You can buy a home, but it's the understanding that God gives y'all that's going to make it a home. Right. Proverbs 14 1 says every wise woman buildeth her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. Whatever impacts, whatever impacts, whatever frustrations, whatever was created, y'all have to both acknowledge we plucked this thing down ourselves. Right. You you can't think about it being no persons, no no you can't you can't look at it as anybody else did this. It was y'all. You deliberately. Why? Because you operated from not wisdom, but foolishness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When when we operate from wisdom, and not foolishness, we build a house that can stand. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 24 and 3 says, Through wisdom is a house built, and by understanding it is established. Your relationship is more established now because y'all are operating from understanding. Yeah, that only God can bring, like, God could have brought that. It's, and it's always a hard question to ask. You know, I think you know, as a matter of fact, you asked me that question. You said, you know, would you. If you had to do it all over again, you know, do you think this was necessary or something like that? You, yeah. To, to that ex- extent. And, you know. Before you say what I said, say what you said. 
I said, yeah. I said, yeah, of course. I, I felt like it was necessary. I feel like it, it was totally necessary because... And what did I say? You said it wasn't. wasn't. It wasn't. That's what people don't understand. Both of you can... I, I, I would agree if y'all said, if, if we had not gone through this, we would not be understanding things the way we are now. But right. let me tell you this. What you actually went through that mm-hmm. brought you to this place was God. Right. And you could have went through God without going through that. Wow, that's powerful, man. Ah. Uh, you you could have. You think so? Yes. All you like did do is just go through so much. But that's the that's what God wants you to do for the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the equivalent of Anna having to shake you, shake you, shake you, and she finally gets your attention, and then she tell you something that you could have heard without her shaking you. You know what I'm saying? Like I I, I don't want to be to the point where God got to shake me or sh- uh, turn my world upside down anymore to get, to, to get my attention. You either like can that, get an alarm clock or you can go to bed on time. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? I'd rather if you go, go to bed, to bed on, time. on time. You don't need an alarm clock. You're going to wake up if you was consistent in your bed schedule. Do you know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's like what I, that's exactly how Minister Latoya explained it to me. Oh, mm-hmm. bars. Yeah. Hello, Minister Latoya. Yeah. Shout out to Minister Latoya. I appreciate that, and but I love I uh, love hearing that people of God help people of God. Mm-hmm. That makes me happy. Because mm-hmm. honestly, yeah, we can't be everywhere, and mm-hmm. I don't care who do it. Right. If somebody helps you in any way, shout outs to them. We need more Christians like that. Shout out to Minister Latoya. Go ahead. No, but that's like the conversations that we would have. She would never sit and let me like just talk. You know how sometimes you get with people and they just let you talk and they just agree. They just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was always like a scripture that I was given. Or, well, let's just pray. Let's just stop and pray. This is how I feel. Okay, I understand how you feel, but God's trying to talk to you and you're not listening. Let's just pray. Amen. Those types of things is what honestly like, those are like those self, like the mirror. Self-check type of thing. But those are engagements that we didn't allow to happen wow, before. Exactly. But if we allow them now. Right. See, he said, and I, I'm about to say something that's going to be a part of my message on Sunday. But he said that he's the light. And he said, those that are in the light never stumble. Wow. He didn't say, those who stumble will find me. He said, those who are in the light will find me. And they'll never stumble. We keep thinking stumbling is a part of it. Turn the light on. You know, do you know if we had to learn through stumbling only, some people might not make it. Everybody not built for bumps and bruises. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know, like, like you said, you said there was things that you did that affected your children. Mm-hmm. What if the only way that you can grow closer to God in your mind was hurting your kids? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's uh, crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. But that's the way we talk when we say if I hadn't gone through this. You didn't have to. Right. You didn't have to. I can't, I wish I could get it through people's head. I wish I could get it through single people's head. You don't have to. You don't have to have a project. Yeah. You didn't got married somebody, got to know somebody that ain't even nowhere near where he need to be, and you ain't let him get where he need to be. You just feel like everybody else got their project. I want mine. Mm-hmm. It didn't have to go that way. It just don't. Matthew 21, 42 says, Jesus said unto them, did ye never read in the scriptures the stone which the builders rejected? The same is become the head of the corner. He said, guess what? This is the Lord's doing 
and it is marvelous in his eyes. Right. What we don't understand is the way that we want to build, we reject him. And he's the stone that we need to build. He said, I'm the stone that the builders rejected. We reject the good materials because they cost too much. Right. What's the main thing you realize with your contracting business is people want things done, but they don't want to pay for the good materials. Nothing. No. <laughs> At all. They don't want to pay for the good materials. But we appreciate them. Yes. <laughs> They'll say, I want marble countertops. You'd be like, well, if you want marble countertops, this is going to cost $20,000. they like, well, um, do they got imitation marble? Right. Yeah. Do they got anything that look like marble? Yes, they got that. Now it'd be like 10000 Well, what's under that? Well, you get this for Micah. Yeah. Can it look like marble? We can do something, make it look like, let's do that. Let's do that. Next this conversation point, we, went from Z yeah. to A. <laughs> Because nobody's willing to pay the price. Nobody's willing. Yeah. We'll hold children and be like, these are priceless things, but you ain't willing to pay the price. They ain't priceless. They got a price. Yeah, it's a cost. It's a cost. You want to know what children cost? Because people always say that. My babies are priceless. No, they cost something. They cost your life. Sometimes they cost my mother a hairdo. Her hair would stand on her head while my her children's hair was done. Yeah. I never seen my mother go to a hair salon. Right. When we was kids. She living her her her, her best life now. She going up hair salons. Guess what? She didn't necessarily have to do that. She made a choice. She could have had her hair did. Yeah, she could have. With seven kids, she could have had her hair did. Yeah. It wasn't one time where I saw my father's hair was nappy with it with a, with no shape up. Did mine's was too. Yeah. I, there was times where he took me and you to the barbershop and, and only two people got their hair cut. Right. I remember. The dude would ask me like, bro, you getting yours cut? He's like, nah. <laughs> it's real. It's a sacrifice, man. Yeah. It's a sacrifice. People not willing to do it no more. Nah, they not. They but it's, it's because of that. That y'all are able to actually have a fruitful marriage because you understand something. That's wisdom. Wisdom is obedience is better than sacrifice. sacrifice. Wisdom is it's not my way, but your way, God. That's what's going to benefit these two. You know what I'm saying? Because everything of all the things y'all went through. Think of all the choices you made, Ashley and Philip. Think of the choice you made. Like, man, if I could go back, I probably would have stayed focused on school and told Philip I'd catch you on the flip side. Those are the thoughts you're going to want your babies to have. When they come to the same situation. Yeah. And they will. Senior year, they thinking about going to the prom more than getting an education. You're yeah. going to be like, you need to focus. Guess what? That's going to be birthed out of y'all wisdom. Right. And y'all understanding. When they look around and adults follow what they feel, you think kids don't feel like they should follow what they feel? Yeah. It's, it's the reality of it. Everybody's just feeling. <laughs> We all want to build. We all want to build great relationships. But stop rejecting the stone because it's costly. Mm. Oh, my goodness. That was a good one. Stop, don't reject Jesus. He's the head corner stone. Mm. And he said, if you use me, use my materials, you'll be able to step back and say, this is the Lord's doing. Mm-hmm. And it's marvelous in his eyes. That's killer. Yeah. 
Last scripture, and I put this one in here and I say singles because I just want to talk to singles just for a second. Last scripture says First Chronicles 22 and 5, and David said, Solomon, my son, is, your, your, is young and tender, and the house that is to be builded for the Lord must be exceedingly magnificent or magnificent. He said, of fame and glory throughout all the countries. He said, what, I, what I'm going to build for God needs to be magnificent. Yeah. He said, I will therefore now make preparation for it. So David prepared abundantly before his death. Singles want something magnificent, but they don't prepare for it. When they say prepare, they jump right into relationship. David said, I want to do something magnificent for God, but he didn't grab a hammer. He didn't grab a nail. He didn't grab no, no stuff. He prepared. He prepared. If y'all want to know what he did to prepare, y'all go read that stuff. But he hired the best workers. He hired the best planners. He hired the best materials. He, and then when it was done, he hired the best priests, the best singers, the best musicians. He only did the best for God. He prepared. So singles, y'all out there, listen to Ash, uh, Ashley and Philip's story. Listen to it. Let it be a testament to not what is on its way for you, but what could be on the other side if you just focus and prepare for what God has for you right now. Any last words, Phil, that you want to share with anybody? I mean, just put God first. I mean, that's the, the probably the greatest relationships that's going to exist, especially during these times. We have a lot more challenges uh in this day and age than our parents did and stuff like that. Like it's not even trendy to, to be married and stuff like that. And in a time like that, where a lot of these relationships, if they're not perfect, they can be disposable. You know, God is calling for a marriage that's, that's going to sustain is, it's going to, you know, not only build each other, but build the next generation, like our kids and stuff. So I would tell everybody like for the singles, you know, choose, choose wisely. And for the people that's married, you know, allow God to build y'all because he's going to use that one thing. It was nobody else that could have got me, you know. <laughs> he uses Ashley every day, like whether it's, it's something she, she does that, you know, encouraging word or it's just, you know, that one thing I can't stand or yeah. whatever, it is, whatever it is. It's, <laughs> it builds patience. It builds long suffering. Yeah. And, and it built a, a, a love not only for, you know, Ashley as my wife, but Ashley as my sister in Christ. And I think that's huge. I think what just what you just shared was important. Understanding is powerful because you realize you always could assess something great from what Ashley said. Yeah. But you didn't have to understand it. Right. Now you you have it and you'd be like, man, that was deep, Ash. It's it always been deep. It's just you wasn't down in the water. Yeah. You ain't go that deep. People be thinking that deep is like, uh, I can't I can't go into that. But if you in the Suitland area on Sunday, come come listen to my message. It's called Revelations. And that's what we're talking about. Like the reality of something being deep is just the fact it's always been deep. You just ain't been deep. That's that's just the reality of it. But Ashley, what do you want to share as we close out? Um I would say no faking it till you make it. Meaning, really 
understand who you are, understand the things that you have going on within yourself, and seek God's help to fix it. Amen. No more faking it. It takes more really work to it. fake it yes. than it does to give it to God. Yes. No more faking it till you make it. Stop faking it and you'll make it. There you go. You summed that up. That was good. So last word won't be me. It'll be these two young ladies here that are with us. I want Anna and Leah to say something. Go ahead. Just say stepped hello. Stepped up in the studio. Say, say, say something. Say hello, world. Hello, world. Hello, world. All right, that was nice. I appreciate the whole family. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for having us. Continued prayers for y'all. Thank you. I get excited because it's not about getting to the point that people think you should be. Mm-hmm. That's another thing I learned is that it's about getting to where God wants you to be. And that always will be beyond whatever I thought. Right. The old force would look at y'all like this and say, all right, we can close the book on that. That's a happy ending. But no, God showed me, he said, now more than ever, keep your foot on Philip's neck. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I told you that. I, you know, I came to I came to you and I said, Hey man, you know, hold me accountable for all the things like, you know, this Done. certain certain things. Done. I, <laughs> I've set aside, even with the podcast and everything, like those those things I you know, God put in your spirit to do, and we it's easily get sidetracked, even with the things that God give us as gifts, like kids and wife, and stuff music like that, and, and all of yeah, yeah. We, we gotta make sure we we uh music <laughs> we we keep what God has has given us, all the gifts. Amen. Amen. That was episode seventy seven. I don't have a title for this yet. I mean, I think it's there. It's somewhere. It's, it's, it was in there. It was something there. Let it burn. No, no, no. no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> now he'd probably be doing something with the stone or something like something that. Something with the stone. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Well, not, no, it won't be something with the stone. It'll have something to do with the stone. All right, I, we shouldn't even be recording still. Episode 77, Real Church Matters. I'm Forrest Hall. I'm Philip Hall. And I'm Ashley, and this is... What's your name? There you go. (laughs) And uh, this is Real Church Matters. God bless. (laughs) Now you want to talk.